This is the JWN Podcast. Welcome to episode number 45. This is a solo show. It's me talking to you about what's going on. And I'm releasing this episode on Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving if you're in the States. Everywhere else, uh, you know, happy Thanksgiving to you too. Even if you're not American, you could probably celebrate being thankful for something. I'm thankful that I got to run a uh, half marathon on Saturday. And I finished it. <laughs> Actually, it went very well. It went better than I thought. I, I did not expect it to do well. <laughs> I just expected to finish. But I did better than I did at the same race last year, which is an improvement, which is a great thing. <laughs> I felt awesome, actually. I, I enjoyed it so much. Uh, everything felt kind of normal, too. You know, because I've run this race before, I kind of, you know, it was set up the same way. I parked in the same spot pretty much as I did last year. And the weather was perfect. Last year when I ran this race, it was raining the whole time. But it felt so awesome to just be able to run a race uh, with other people. Everyone was so, nobody had to be told to put their mask on or to keep their distance. Everyone just kind of did. It was pretty amazing how respectful the running community uh, in Charleston was that day. Everyone was just very kind of like, hey, we're going to keep our distance at the starting line. It started without a hitch. They, there was no... I didn't, I, at no point did I feel unsafe running that race. And afterwards, I did treat myself to a, a super ultralight beer, which is almost a non-alcoholic beer, but I did have a beer. And then uh, I, I came home afterwards and I got news of uh, a teacher of mine from high school, one of my favorite teachers. She was a theology teacher, believe it or not. And she was one of the most considerate and kind and just wonderful people and uh, her husband had passed away. And it was just as New York was locking down pretty much again. And she kind of expressed on social media how, you know, none of the normal traditions that you would partake in to mourn the loss of a loved one could be done. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't do any of the th normal things you would do. No gatherings, no... Uh, the funeral stuff was very limited. You know, they, 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 the service was limited. They couldn't do uh, gathering at the at the gravesite or anything like that. And and all of that, it got me very upset <laughs> because I'm just it you, it puts it into perspective about how the the changing of a tradition in in a time of need like that. You know, that's that's a rough one. That's a rough one. And then later that day. I had to go to a a kind of personal, not quite a funeral, because this is a, the funeral had already happened, but this was kind of a celebration of life at the beach where my cousin was going to spread her uncle's ashes. No, her, I'm sorry, not her uncle's. Our uncle's, her father's ashes into the ocean. And, uh, you know, as it's going on, I'm thinking of of, of this teacher of mine who can't really, you know, do anything <laughs> that she would normally do. And the reason why we were doing this uh, celebration of life ceremony, he died over the, over the summer, uh, my uncle. And um, they, they planned this uh, celebration of life ceremony, hoping that things would be better in November. 
uh, so that they could have a big party kind of thing to celebrate his life. And uh, while things are not better, at least in, I say at least, but here in, in Charleston, our numbers are still pretty low. They haven't ticked up yet. And uh, yeah, yeah. So we, it was an outdoor thing. So again, I was kind of surprised at how packed the beach was in November, but it was a beautiful day. It really was. It was a nice day out and uh, it was a touching little ceremony. And then we had to go to a birthday party after that, (laughs) which was at an outdoor event space type of thing. And it was not, it was a small get together, but it was, you know, it wasn't like a, uh, a, a thing where we rented space or anything like that. It was just, you know, uh, my brother-in-law and, and some friends getting together to celebrate his birthday, which was great. That was fantastic. Uh, but it started to really dawn on me as we pulled up to this place, uh, cause it's, there's a brewery attached to it and there's a bunch of breweries in this area. It's like upper King street in, in Charleston. And you could hear the parties, like the, the music and, and just people were out and about on this Saturday night enjoying life. And I was just like, Ooh, this is kind of making, now I'm starting to feel a little nervous because <laughs> there's just people out partying basically. And there was a lot of people there. Now, mind you, it's outdoors. The tables are, are, you know, separated. People are supposed to wear their masks when they get up from their tables and all that stuff. So in that aspect, it was fine. It's just that as it's going to get colder and colder, you can see the writing on the wall because it's happening in other places where the climate has gotten colder. People are uh, people are ready to just kind of go back to normal, but things ain't normal. But I was grateful and thankful that we got to have this weekend to do all that stuff and feel normal. But I think from here on out, it's going to be tightening up. At least in my home, it is. Uh, we're going to have a very small Thanksgiving celebration. Uh, we have just two friends coming over who don't have family to go to, but, you know, They've been hanging out with us this whole time anyway, so they're kind of in our little germ circle, so to speak. So yeah, it will be a small little celebration. We haven't, every year we have a tradition of renting a house somewhere, like a cabin or a few cabins in a state park, get the extended family together and make a big deal out of it. This year, not so much, obviously. Uh, But, you know, I'm grateful that we have what we have. Grateful and I'm thankful that... uh, my wife has been having a, tr- a terrific year for her business, and she's just doing really well. Um, I've been able to keep my businesses afloat. You know, we're not having the best year ever, but we're not having a, we're not having a bad year. We're we're doing fine. So there's that, and I, I'm very uh, thankful that I have the skill and the means to put together a podcast. I know everyone's putting together a podcast this year. It's the thing to do, but I'm really enjoying this. I'm having a lot of fun. I have, I'm a, I'm a social person. I I like to be out and about and just kind of experiencing life with other people and not being able to do that on the regular basis. It's, it's definitely compounding all of the anxieties that 2020 has presented and uh, this has been such a, a, a unique and wonderful way to just kind of get some one-on-one time with people that, some that I know, some that I don't know. And uh, and everybody I've talked to is somebody I'm glad that I've gotten to know through this medium. 
and I'm really enjoying it. In fact, uh, this week we had uh, Blake Ratliff. I had never met the gentleman before, and he was just a splendid, sweet man, just a talented guy. Uh, next week we have another guest, an artist, who uh, is just, I mean, I can't wait for you to hear that podcast episode because uh, we probably could have gone on for for multiple hours. I had to cut it off at some point. I was just like, ah, we got to stop this at some point, you know, but we could. And of course, a lot of times with those kind of episodes, uh, after we stop recording, we just keep talking. And next thing you know, it's getting late. I got to go, that kind of thing. So uh, I'm grateful for all of that. And I'm grateful for you, whoever you are listening to this. It's been a, a weird year. So to look for things to be thankful for, I think the best things are, are the simple ones, the, just the little things that, that are brightening your day. I'm grateful for stupid face masks that like bands make, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was wearing my Run the Jewels face mask the other day at the grocery store, the person checking me out. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't the grocery store. It was Michael's, the art supply store. And they're picking up some stuff with my wife and the the guy checking us out uh, was just so excited. He was like, oh, my God, is that a run the jewels face mask? And, you know, it was a whole thing. And and I love that. Like that that makes me happy that we can turn this this little thing that, you know, it represents so many things to different different things to different people. But for me, it was a a way to kind of just make a little connection with somebody and just be like, yeah, man, run the jewels, man, they, they kick ass. So, uh, that kind of stuff, uh, yeah, that's, that's something to be grateful and thankful for, you know, as minor as that is, uh, that's just something to, to push us through this, those tiny little things they build, man, they're like pebbles. You put enough of them together and you've got ni- a nice pile of, of dirt, <laughs> man. Also this weekend, I, I did uh, did get the family together to do our Christmas card photo, our annual get together of uh, just trying to get the whole family in one place. The older they get, the harder it is to to get everyone uh, that's free on a certain day at a you know that has good weather and this that and the other thing. And uh, I'm going to tell you this this quickly just because it was really funny. We went down to Rainbow Row, which is kind of a famous area in Charleston. It's just a row of colorful houses. And I was like, let's just do something traditional. You know, let's not try to go over the top or do anything crazy. Let's just go down to this, you know, iconic spot and take a picture. We don't have to overthink it. it it's a crazy year. Why not just make something simple out of it? So, okay, we go down there and we take a couple of shots and then we I find that find this one little area where I'm like hey this is a cool spot it's like under a little archway and and this would be a nice little the light was perfect for where we would stand and it was just you know a cute little thing but there was a dumpster next to where I put the camera take the picture which was fine it was great because there was no cars there I could put my tripod right next to this dumpster and uh take the picture and while we're taking the picture it's like what's that smell and I'm like, well, it's a, there's a dumpster right here, so we'll just be quick. And um, I take a couple of shots, and then I go to the camera to adjust it and check the pictures, make sure they're coming out right. And my daughter goes, oh, 
that's a giant pile of puke right there. It's like a foot away from where I had my camera. It was in like the grass kind of around a tree. There was just a big pile of vomit. It was so nasty. And as soon as we knew, you couldn't stop smelling it. And it was done. And we were done. And I we just dispersed at that point. Got the picture we wanted. And uh, yeah. <laughs> my daughter is just like, if that's not the most 2020 way to get your family picture taken, you know, next to a dumpster and a pile of puke. Hey, we're keeping it real. We're keeping it authentic. So have you uh, started your holiday shopping if you celebrate that in that fashion? I'm kind of starting to stress out about it. I got some shopping done already, and then I've kind of hit a wall because the people closest to me in my life, I I don't know what to get them. <laughs> I just I'm at that point where like my son doesn't want anything. He literally wears boxer shorts all day long and sits at his computer. He he he's got a brand new computer, doesn't need a new computer or anything like that. He's got everything he needs for his computer. Doesn't need a computer. Doesn't really need clothes because he doesn't go anywhere. My daughter, I thought she needs a new laptop. And she said, no, I love my laptop. Okay. How's your phone doing? Oh, I love my phone. Okay. (laughs) All right. So I got to think differently there. I don't know. And my wife is, you know, my wife and I are both of that age. Like if we want something for ourselves, we go get it. If I see something I want to get for her, I'll buy it for her. I don't have to wait for a holiday. So now we're, it's this pressure. Like I hate having to buy somebody something because you have to, not because you want to. You know what I mean? And when you've been married for over 20 years, that becomes really, really, really stressful. And it's a lot. And my, my wife's and my wife and daughter, their birthday is in February. Our, my wife and I's anniversary, it's in March. It's just kind of like the bam, 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 like having to come up with ideas of things to get for people. And, you know, there's a part of your brain that wants to always one up yourself. You're like, oh, last year I did X, Y, and Z. Well, this year I need to do this. This year, I, I don't know about you. How, how do you feel about this whole thing? I, I feel really kind of just drained to try to do anything over the top or special. You can't do any kind of trip. You know what I'm saying? Can't like anything that involves going anywhere or doing anything, which when you get to this age, those are the best gifts, um, making memories. Uh, but all those things just, they're, they're not on the table and she doesn't need stuff. We have too much stuff. We're trying to get rid of stuff. I don't know what to do. If you've got any good ideas, please hit me up at Joe Latex, J-O-E-L, the number eight X on Instagram or Twitter. Send me some ideas, please. (laughs) I'm starting to get real nervous about this. All right. I'm going to keep this one short. Y'all have things to do, traditions to try to break, I guess, or try to make new traditions. I don't know. Watch a virtual Thanksgiving Day parade because I know that's going to be swell. Uh, Let's just get right to the news. The 2021 Grammys were announced this week, and for the first time ever, the Best Rock Performance nominees are all women. And I just slammed my ring on the table to just emphasize that point. They're all women. (laughs) 
so check this out. So I, I believe I've talked about this before on the podcast, but back in 2018, Fender worked with a consultant agency to survey a representative sample of guitar players in the United States and the, and the UK. Adding on British data to a similar survey it conducted across North America three years before that, uh, with pretty much the same results. And it's that women are consistently emerging as half of their customer base. Though the company did not release a breakdown of the gender data by age or other demographics, these initial findings led the company to seek relationships with female artists, highlight more women in marketing campaigns, and rethink its marketing strategy around a massive new audience that it previously had been ignoring. And you know, there's some some women-led bands like Warpaint and Bully became sponsored, you know, artists. I've seen Bully's like all up in the Fender business. I love it. I love it. And then uh, the following year, they even introduced signature guitars for more artists, for, for, for more female artists than they had ever done in their 70 year history. So it's, it, it's, it's really like women are taking over rock and roll and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I love it. But here's the real meat and potatoes. This is all coming together for me because one of my favorite artists, somebody who's really kind of emotionally and just artistically carried me through this year as a musician is Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, and she got nominated for four, four Grammys. That's insane. She got nominated Best New Artist, Best Rock Performance, Best Rock Song, and Best Alternative Music Album. Uh, that's just a crazy, you know, I, I'm kind of like, part of me is like hoping like she, she wins, but the other part is like, maybe you shouldn't have, like best new artist is always a, I don't know. It, 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 sometimes it feels like a curse, but one of the artists that she's up against in best new artist is Megan the Stallion. <laughs> and I think that uh, Megan the Stallion is going to win like hands down anything she's in right? She's just like huge. So I don't think she's got best new artist. If she does, that would be crazy. But best rock performance. It's a tough crowd, man. Fiona Apple put out an amazing album and, uh, Brittany Howard. Ah, if I had to guess it's Fiona Apple, big thief, Phoebe Bridgers, Haim, uh, Brittany Howard and Grace Potter. I'm saying Brittany Howard gets that. I'm thinking, or Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple is easily could win any of these categories as well. Something about the fact that it's 2020 and Brittany Howard is just a, a force uh, to be reckoned with makes me think that she's going to come out on top on a lot of these. It's, it, I think it's a battle between Fiona Apple and Brittany Howard. But you never know. Phoebe Bridgers could pull off a win here. Best rock song, Kyoto. You know, that that's a friggin' awesome song. Um, best alternative music album. I mean, again, Fiona Apple, Brittany Howard are in the running for pretty much all the same, same nominations. And if she could beat any of those, it'll be quite amazing. But the fact that she got nominated for four Grammys. She's like this, you know, good for her. 
I'm so happy for her. But yeah, I, I wouldn't hold my breath on a win, unfortunately. And that might work better for her. Sometimes not winning is the better outcome for like a big award, especially when you're, especially in rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not cool to win a big award unless you win it. Cause then you just like, all right, it's cool. <laughs> all right, moving along. Phoebe Bridgers and Maggie Rogers released a cover of the Goo Goo Dolls hit song, Iris. Uh, basically, the way it all kind of came together is that Phoebe Bridgers put out a tweet saying, hey, if Joe Biden wins this election, I'm going to cover Iris by the Google Dolls. And then Maggie Rogers tagged it and said, hey, can I sing backup on it? And uh, a thing was born. <laughs> and lo and behold, Joe Biden won. So they decided to release the song. And they recorded it obviously quickly, and it sounds amazing, but they only released it for sale and for streaming one day and one day only. So they released it on Friday, November 13th, Friday the 13th, exclusively on Bandcamp. And what they did was they planned to, to raise money to give to uh, Stacey Abrams' Fair Fight organization. Uh, which Stacey Abrams is a Georgia politician who organized something. I, th I think it was like 800,000 people got them to register to vote in this election. And she's really like, I mean, if you wanted to say somebody was responsible for flipping Georgia's vote to blue, Stacey Abrams is your person. So anyway, uh, <laughs> this is awesome. It did so well that not only did it raise over $173,000 for Stacey Abrams' Fair Fight organization, it debuted as number one on the digital sales chart for Billboard. And it's the first number one for both of those artists, for both Phoebe Bridgers and Maggie Rogers. That's amazing. <laughs> That's crazy. So... Uh, now that Phoebe Bridgers has been nominated for a Grammy Award, Lucy Dacus got on Twitter and said, if Phoebe wins a Grammy, I will cover Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Now, if you're not familiar with Lucy Dacus, she's one third of the indie rock supergroup Boy Genius, which is Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker. So, and uh, this is the best part. Haley, uh, Haley Williams from Paramore commented and said, I'll sing backup vocals. So let's hope that um, Phoebe Bridgers wins this Grammy because then we're going to get another version of Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls and this time by Lucy Dacus and Haley Williams. Let, let's see if that happens because I don't know if 2020 is going to give us gifts. Let it be uh, these indie rockers just, you know, collaborating on covers of Goo Goo Dolls songs. I could think of worse things that could happen. All right, moving along. <laughs> Phoebe Bridgers. There's a name that you haven't heard in a while. <laughs> you know what? This whole show is just dedicated to Phoebe Bridgers. The whole news section is nothing but Phoebe Bridgers news. You know why? Because Phoebe Bridgers is awesome. 
she's the best thing that's happened in 2020 as far as creativity is concerned, in my humble opinion. She's released a new cover of Merle Haggard's If We Make It Through December, and proceeds from the single go to the Los Angeles Downtown Women's Center. Phoebe, you gotta make some money for yourself at some point. You can't just give away all your money. <laughs> I just... Oh, she's just like, come on, man. I, I, I've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it again. Nobody has taken the idea of, of trying to perform and promote a new album in 2020 to the next level like Phoebe Bridgers has. Every time she performs one of the songs for a different entertainment, uh, you know, if it's a live stream, if it's a TV show, whatever she does, she puts 110% into it and she does it differently every time. And it's just been fascinating to watch how she handled this awful situation for, for a touring musician to deal with. And uh, I mean, I hope she she's she's received enough accolades. But if she wins, that will be awesome. If she wins a Grammy, come on, people! If you're listening to this, come on. If you know somebody who who kind of like votes in the Grammys, <laughs> I don't know how that works. Just just tell them, Phoebe Bridgers. Get, just give one of those awards. Come on. It doesn't all have to go to to uh, you know. Megan the Stallion, come on! There's there's room there's room for other fine female performers. Anyway, I don't know why I don't know why I decided to do nothing but Phoebe Bridgers news, uh, but I love it. So back in 2018, Phoebe Bridgers teamed up with Jackson Brown to cover McCarthy Trenching's Christmas song. Last week, she and Rob Moose released the Copycat Killer EP which is actually an EP of, of reworked versions of songs from her album Punisher that she's been pushing this, this year. And uh, you should go check that out. In fact, I will link all of this Phoebe Bridgers stuff in the show notes because did I mention Phoebe Bridgers yet? Phoebe Bridgers. All right. Well, have yourself a Phoebe Bridgers Bridgers and a Phoebe Bridgers Phoebe Bridgers. All right. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. I hope you have a great weekend, a wonderful day, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Peace! Bridgers.